Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ayin Ches, Daf 78 of Masech Psachim. It's kind of a continuation of yesterday and the excitement of Tuma Hutra B'tzibor and Tuma Dechuya B'tzibor and um, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, yeah, but it does end <laughs> at the top of Amud Bey's kind of, so, well, to an extent. So, um... Yeah, let's just kind of say that. And so we get to a new Mishnah on Ayn Chesma Beis, to which, uh, which discusses, um, if the Korban Pesach becomes Tame, whether it's the meat that becomes Tame or the Chelev that becomes Tame. Uh, it has come up before in the past. We'll get into a little bit more detail today. Let us begin on Daf Ayn Ches. First of all, let me ask, how is everybody doing? Recovered from yesterday, right? Got a good night's sleep? You feeling okay? Ready for today? Good. Let's go weiter. Um, we are in Daf Ein Chesmur Aleph, all the way at the top. Last word of the first line: Lema Masnisin Tilokribiosi. Now we had spent a good chunk of yesterday trying to figure out if Rabbi Yoshua could jive with our Mishnah. Now we're trying to figure out if Rabbi Yosi could jive with our Mishnah. Let's see. The Tanya is we learned a brace that we learned yesterday. Rabbi Yezer Omer says Rabbi Yezer at Sitzmeratza Lachilos. So we saw a machlokis yesterday between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yossi, which is very interesting because different generations, right? It's not usually when we see Rabbi Yezer, we see Rabbi Yoshua with him. Um, it's interesting to see that Rabbi Yossi is arguing on Rabbi Yezer, who is a Rebbe of his Rebbe, Rabbi Akiva. But uh, nonetheless, um, we have machlokis between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yezer says that, that the tzitz is miratze even for the achilos, even, even for the basar, for the meat, not just like the blood. And Rabbi Yossi says that the tzitz is not miratze for the achilos. Okay, sounds good to me. Now, it enters your mind to say, So, from the fact that Rabbi Yossi says that the tzitz is not miratze, on the Achilos. Rabbi Yoshua Svirle, Dom Tarte. So, he must hold like Rabbi Yoshua, who says that we need Tarte. Remember yesterday we had a machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua, right? That, do you need the meat of the Korban to be Tahor, to be pure, in order to be able to do Zrika Saddam? Um, so, for example, if we take in our Mishnah, the Zivchei Shalmit Sibor, which we were using for an example yesterday, so the Korban, the communal Shlamim offering. So, let's say the meat of the offering is Tameh, and therefore the Kohanim would be unable to eat it. Um, I'm assuming that it's the Kohanim who eat the meat of the communal offerings. In general, a, a um, Shlamim would be eaten by the owner, at least, at least a lot of it. Um, but over here in the communal Offerings. We say that the only Rashi had pointed out that the only example of a communal shlamim offering is actually only on Shavuos with the Shteyalechem. But anyways, I'm assuming that it's the Kohanim who eat it. Now, um, therefore, let us say the meat of the of this korban shlamim is tame. Can you still do the zrika sadam for 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 the korban? Can you, right? Can you? So the meat is tame. Can you still do zrika sadam? So Rabbi Yezer says, sure, you can. Rabbi Yoshua's opinion is that no, you can't. Although we saw that he would say that Betzibur Taka would be okay. 
but uh, I was just using that as an example of a korban. But um, Rabbi Yeshua says, because we said at the dafka, the last thing that we said yesterday was that Rabbi Yeshua would say that b'tzibur tuma hutra b'tzibur tuma is permitted b'tzibur. Therefore, you don't have to worry bichlal about whether or not the tzitz is meratzah because that's only if you say tuma dechuya he b'tzibur. But if you say hutra, it's permitted, so you don't have to worry about tuma bichlal. So you don't have to worry about the tzitz being meratzah. But if it was biyachid, um, Rabbi Yeshua holds that um, you would need the um, you would need the um, um, the meat to be tahor as well as the uh, in in order to be able to do the um, zrika sadam. Fine. Now, therefore, we want to say that according to Rabbi if um, his opinion is that the tzitz is not miratze for the achilos, i.e., he's t- he's t- he's trying to uh, it's it's important enough for him to state his opinion. Right, he's saying the tzitz is not miratze for achilos. So clearly, achilos must make a difference whether or not the tzitz is miratze. Now, if you hold like Rabbi Eliezer in the machlokas between Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer, right, that Rabbi Eliezer says that well. Regardless of whether or not the basar, the meat, is tummy or tahor, you can eat, you can do zrika sadam nonetheless. So according to Rabbi Eliezer, who cares if the tzitz is meratza and achilos or not? The achilos are irrelevant. Even if the uh, meat is tame, you could still do the zrika sadam. So from the fact that Rabbi Yossi's opinion is that the tzitz is not meratza on the basar, it must mean that it makes a difference whether or not the meat is tame or tahor. And therefore, since Rabbi is saying that the tzitz is not meratze on the achilos, so it must mean that it matters whether or not the um, achilos are tame, the basar is tame or tahor. Um, and therefore, he must hold like the opinion who says that whether or not the meat is tame or tahor matters, i.e. Rabbi Yoshua. Okay, so we're saying that Rabbi Yossi must hold like Rabbi Yoshua. That um, it matters, right? Right. That, right. That in order to be able to do zrika sadam, the basar, the meat, needs to be tahor. Now, Rabbi Yossi is saying that the tzitz is not miratze on the achilos, right? And therefore, if we go back to our case of the zivche shalmitzibor, these communal uh, shlamim offerings, just as an example from our Mishnah, now. It's being brought bituma, right? The majority of Amisel is tame. They're bringing these korbanos. Now, if you're Rabiosi, and we're assuming tuma dechuya he bitzibur, that um, when the majority of Amisel is tame, they're able to bring these offerings bituma, but it's not hutra bitzibur. It's not that the tuma is non-existent; it disappears. Rather, it's that you're allowed to bring it bituma, and we'll rely upon the tzitz to clean up after us. So if Rabiosi is saying, well, the tzitz is only going to be Muratza on the dam, it's not going to be Muratza on the achilos, on the basar. And he holds like Rabbi Yoshua who says, well, in order to do zrika sadam, um, the basar would have to be tahor. And Rabbi Yossi is saying that the basar would be tameh because the tzitz is not Muratza. Well, then if the tzitz is not Muratza and the basar is tameh, well, then you would be unable to do the zrika sadam. And if you can't do the zrika sadam, then there's no point in bringing the korban, in which case our Mishnah therefore must not be Rabiosi. Got it? Good. So let's read it again. 
So name let's say must listen to look Yosi, that our mission is not like Yosi. The Tanya is known in a brace Rabbi Yezer says that the tzitz is even miratze for achilos. Rabbi Yosi Omer ain't a tzitz miratze achilos. Rabbi Yosi says that the tzitz will not be miratze an achilos. And therefore, if you have the majority of Am Yisrael is Tameh, and they bring, let's say, theoretically, if they were to bring a zivchei shamei tzibor, so the tzitz would not be miratze for the meat. And therefore, we're assuming, that from the fact that Rabbi Yosi is saying that the, that the tzitz is not miratze an achilos, i.e. that it matters whether or not the tzitz is miratze for the achilos, and Rabbi Yosi is saying that it's not miratze an achilos, it must be that he holds like Rabbi Yosua, who says that you need the meat to be um, pure, tahor, in order to be able to do the zrika sadam. And So let's say therefore that the mission is not like Rabyosi, because since the tzitz is not Miratse for the Achilos, therefore the meat would be Tame, and if the meat is Tame, then you wouldn't do the Zrika Saddam, and therefore there's no point in bringing the Korban, and therefore our Mishnah, which says that you would bring the Korban, is clearly not Rabyosi, low. Rabyosi Kribi Yezer Svirle, Dhamma Dhamma Fapishain Basar. No, Rabyosi Taka holds like Rabbi Yezer, who says that you would do Zrika Saddam, even if there is, uh, the meat is tame. Okay? So he does not hold like Rabbi Yeshua. He holds like the Bar Plugta of Rabbi Yeshua. The one who argues in Rabbi Yeshua in the Machlokas, which is Rabbi Eliezer, who says that you can do the Zrika Saddam even if the meat is tame. Well, well, if that's the case, then why does Rabbi Yossi even bother saying that the tzitz is not miratze for the achilos? Who cares if the tzitz is Muratza al-Achilos? You could do the Zrika Saddam anyways. So then the Gemara asks a brilliant question. Well, Ulataimech, Rabbi Eliezer, Dom Ratzitz Muratza, Kevin Dom Ratzitz Muratza, Ratzitz Muratza, what? Ulataimech, Rabbi Eliezer, Dom Ratzitz Muratza, Kevin Dom Ratzitz Muratza, Al-Achilos, Lamayochasa. Wow. Sorry, I was getting like someone like pinching me in my throat or something and it totally messed me up. So I'm sorry if I ruined the flow. But the Gemara says, but Ulataimich, Rabbi Eliezer himself, Rabbi Eliezer himself, Rabbi Eliezer says yesterday that, um, and also today, I mean, he said both of these, whatever. Rabbi Eliezer, whose opinion is that you do Zrika Saddam even if the meat is Tameh. And who also says in this Machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yossi that the Tzitz is Miratze on Achilos, who cares? If Rabbi Yezer himself holds that you can do the Zrika Saddam even if the meat is Tameh, so why is he getting involved in the Machlokas with Rabbi Yossi about whether or not the Tzitz is Meratzeh? Who gives a darn if the Tzitz is Meratzeh on the Achilos? Achilos are irrelevant. You could do the Zrika Saddam anyways. So clearly there must be something bigger over here. So rather, yes, both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Eliezer agree that um, you can do Zrika Saddam even if the meat is Tameh. What is the Machlokas then between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yossi about whether or not the Tzitz is Meratza and Achilos? Who cares? Well, there are nafkaminas in terms of Pigol and Mi'ila. Pigol has come up a few times recently. 
it is when you have a, um, you know, while you do one of the avodas, whether the shechita, the kabbalah, the holacha, the zrika, um, and you have intention to eat the uh, korban pesach, or, or to eat the korban, meaning it's, it's a halacha by korbanos in general, um, outside of its allotted time, right? Every korban has a certain amount of time that you're able to eat it, and you have intention that you're going to eat this um, outside of its allotted time. That's what's called pigol and yuchayv karis. Now, we also mentioned recently that in order for you to be chayev karis for pigol, that has to be the only problem with this korban, is that you had this intention to eat it outside of its proper time. If there's anything other, if there are any other issues with the korban, well then you won't be chayev karis for pigol. And therefore, the nafkemine of whether or not the tzitz is miratze an achilos, is, well, if we say that tzitz is miratze, like Rabbi Yezer, well then the meat is tahor, and if there are no other issues other than pigol, well then you'll be chayv karis. According to Rabbi Yossi, who says that tzitz is not miratze an achilos, well then the meat is going to be tameh. And therefore, in addition to having the issue of pigol, there's also the fact that the meat is tameh. And therefore, uh, you won't, you will not be chayv karis for pigol, since there's an additional issue of the meat being tameh. That's one nafkamina. The other nafkamina was me'ila. That, um, in or, right, so when you're like maktish a korban, so then it is, uh, hektish. I believe that that is what we are talking about. That, um, I learned me'ila a while ago. But when, when, I, I think it's saying that when you're maktish a korban, so then it's hektish, right? And if you get benefit from it, it's going to be, um, 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 uh, me'ila, because you're getting benefit from hektish, right? And we saw that also recently with Hillel, that Hillel had this trick where he would only be maktish the korban right before the shechita, so that there was no issue of getting me'ila up until, you know, up until that point. Anyways, so I'm going to work with that. I, I think that that's correct. That basically you set aside an animal as a korban, it's now hektish. Now, you can't get benefit from it. At what point can you now get benefit from it? You can get benefit once there is the, um, zrika sadam. Once you throw the dam on the mizbeach, there's what's called a shas heter la kohanim. Now it's mutter the kohanim, the kohanim can eat the meat. At that point, it's no longer going to be me'ila. Now, if the meat is tameh, well then the kohanim are not going to be able to eat the meat. And if they're not going to eat the meat, well then it remains me'ila. Okay? So the nafkaminis between um, Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yossi about whether or not the tzitz is meratza and achilos has nothing to do with whether or not you could do zrika sadam. They both say you could do zrika sadam. It has to do with um, me'ila and pigol. So let's see. So el le mikbay be pigol lafuke mide miila kmifli. The machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yossi is regarding um, whether uh, a korban is going to be considered pigol and you'll be chayiv karis, and whether um, doing zrikas adam is going to be motzi mide miila. Rabbi Eliezer savar miratze tzitzi lave. So Rabbi Eliezer says that the tzitz is miratze an achilos, and therefore umashvele kitahor, and therefore. Um, the meat is tahor, and if you had a, 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 a machshava of, t- of, of, of eating the korban outside of its allotted time frame, so then you will be chayv pigol because there are no other issues. And additionally, when you do zrika sadam, um, so, so the uh, animal is now going to be able to be eaten by the kohanim, and it's no longer me'ila. 
Rabiosi Sava, whereas Rabiosi's opinion is Lo Muratza Tzitzi Lave. The Tzitzi is not Muratza on Nachilos, and therefore it's Tame. Velo Mashvile Kitar. It does it right. The 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 um the meat will not be considered tar. Velo Kavale Bepigal, and therefore if you had an, a, a thought to eat the carbon outside of its time frame, it will not. You will not be Chayiv Karis since. Um, and there's another issue with the carbon, which is that it's tam, the meat is tame. And also, when you do Zrika Saddam, it will remain Mi'ila since there's no Shas Heter Lakwanim. There's no point where it's Mutu Lakwanim since the meat is still tummy. Those are the Nafkaminas between Rebidiyaza and Rebiosi regarding whether or not the Tzitz is Muratza Anachilos, but both agree that the Zrika Saddam would um, suffice. And if that's the case, so then we could theoretically argue that the Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer, what is Rabbi and even though the tzitz is not Meratzah Nachilos, you could still do the Zrikas Hadam, and that will be fine. Rabbi Mari asks a Givaldiga question. Maskefler Rabbi Mari, Rabbi Mari asks the following question, Nihinami de Rabbi Yossi, Great, we just said that Rabbi holds like Rabbi Eliezer, and you could do Zrikas Hadam, uh, even if the meat is tummy. Fine. Now, Bishlam Zvachim. Remember, in our Mishnah, we gave five examples. Some of them were Korbanos, some of them were Menachos, some of them were, were Shte'alechem. So he says, look, I'm with you regarding the animals. The meat, even if it remains Tameh, you could do the Zrikas Adam. Ra'ikadam. Omer, when it comes to the Korban Omer, the Mincha offering, Nami Ika Kometz. So even if the even if the um, you know shiraim, the part that the parts that go to the quantum remain tummy, but okay, there'll be the uh, uh, fistful that you throw on the mizbeach, according to Rabbi Yossi, that you could still throw that on the mizbeach. Lechem aponim nami ikabazichin, and with the lechem aponim, you could take the uh, spoonfuls of frankincense, and you'll still put that on the mizbeach, even if the lechem even if the lechem aponim are tummy. lechem but don't forget. In the Mishnah, one of the five examples was the Shtei Alechem. Now, when it comes to Shtei Alechem, it's literally the translation of its name. Two loaves of bread. That's all it is. It's two loaves of bread that I guess are eaten by the Kohanim. Now, there isn't any sort of Zrika Saddam equivalent. And therefore, if you're Rabbi Yossi, and you're saying that the Tzitz is not Meratz Achilos, well then, when it comes to the Shtei Alechem, the Achilos is the only thing that there is. And if the Tzitz is not Meratz well then, the Shtei is Tameh, and what's the point of offering them? And if you're going to say, well, when it says the Shtei it's not actually referring to the Shtei the Shtei themselves are going to be Tameh, but with the Shtei we bring the Zivche Shamitzibor, that are also mentioned in the Mishnah. And the Zivche Shamitzibor even if the meat remains tummy, you'll still be able to do the Zrika Saddam for those. But if that's the case, then we only have four examples in the Mishnah because the Shtei is really a reference to the Ziv Cheshav But our Mishnah says that, it says explicitly that there are Taka five examples. So therefore, we're going to run into a shtickle problem with Rabiosi because if he says that the tzitz is not Muratza and achilos, well then, what's the point of listing Shtei HaLechem in the Mishnah, if in fact the Mishnah could be according to Rabbi Yossi? 
So rather, it must be that Rabbi Yossi does not hold Tuma Dechuya Hi Betzibor. Rather, he holds Tuma Hutra Betzibor. Therefore, if the Tzibor is Tameh, the majority of the Tzibor is Tameh, well then, Tuma is cancelled. And that is why you're allowed to offer all of these Korbanos, including the Shtelechem, because Tuma becomes irrelevant. And that is how he can be the author of our Mishnah. However, Ve'atanya, how could we say that Rabbi Yossi holds that Tuma Hutra B'tzibor? We have a Bryce that says, Echodzeh ve'chodzeh. Whether this or that, what's this and what's that? It's referring to the Kohen Gadol for seven days before Yom Kippur. And um, a uh, Kohen, I don't think it's a Kohen Gadol, I think it's a Skan Kohen Gadol or something. But the, the Kohen who's going to be preparing Efer Paraduma. The um, the ashes of the party is going to burn a paraduma and make um, paraduma water. So for the seven days preceding, Meir's opinion is that for the seven days preceding Yom Kippur or preceding the day that they're going to um, make more mechatos, so the Kohen or the Kohen Gadol, they would um, sprinkle on him the ashes of the paraduma mixed with water. Um, for, uh, every single day, uh, day for seven days preceding, from all the chatao shayushim, from all the afer paradumas that they had in the base of mikdash at the time, and Rashi says something extremely interesting, which is sheafer parasha Moshe lokasa that the afer paraduma from Moshe Rabbeinu never ran out. I don't know exactly what that means, but it seems extremely interesting. Now, Rabbi Yossi Omer, whereas Rabbi Yossi's opinion is in mazen olav elashlishi v'shvi bilvad. Rabbi Yossi's opinion is that. You wouldn't necessarily have to sprinkle every day. It would suffice to sprinkle on day three and day seven. Now, now if it really enters your mind, the Rabbiosi's opinion is that Tuma is completely permitted in the congregation. Well, then, why would Rabbiosi say that you would have to sprinkle anything on these Kohanim? They're doing communal stuff. If tumor is sutra b'tzibor, so then they shouldn't have to have any kind of sprinkling. There's no issue of tumor b'chlav. So the machvayt must listen to the Rabbi Rather, it must be that Rabbi Yosi holds tumor dechuya b'tzibor, and if he holds tumor dechuya b'tzibor, any and therefore we're going to have to rely upon the tzitz in order to make things right. And the tzitz is not meratz according to Rabbi Yossi on ochlin. Well, then the Mishnah cannot be like him because the Mishnah mentions shteilechem. The shteilechem is only ochlin, and if it's tamei, what's the point of bringing it? It must be that our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yossi. I love this line. It's so great. Write it down, pull it out, show it to your friends. Party trick. Abai says to Rabbi that what? No. What? What in the world did I just say? Remember yesterday we had a brisa from Rabbi The brisa says that um, the halacha is both like Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua by Zvachim uh, and by Menachis. And I'm sure everybody was wondering, what in the world does that mean? We have machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. And Rabbi Yossi is saying that the halacha is both like Rabbi Eliezer and like Rabbi Yoshua. So, 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 Rabbi says, Rabbi Yossi, Shtar, Mazakil, What, is he providing a, 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 a document that is... Um, vindicating, I think vindicating means like to me be in, uh, like innocent, 
that is proving innocent both parties, right? Imagine you have uh, two parties uh, in court. One of them, I don't know, Ruvain says that Shimon owes him a million dollars. And then we could produce a star that says that both Ruvain and Shimon are right. How could that be? If it's like, you know, if, if Ruvain owes Shimon a million dollars or whatever it was, he does or he doesn't. How could they both be right? So how could, uh, how could Rabbi Yossi say that Lacha is both like Rabbi Yoshua and like Rabbi Yezer? Is he, is he providing a, a document that, that, that is saying, that it's proving that they're both right, but they argue with each other. One of them's got to be right, one of them's got to be wrong. The tiny is we learn in the Braisa, Om Rabbi Yossi, we're just going to quote the Braisa from yesterday, Ra'ani is div Rabbi Eliezer b'zvachim, v'div Rabbi Yoshua b'zvachim. I hold like Rabbi Eliezer b'zvachim, and I hold like, like Rabbi Yoshua b'zvachim. V'div Rabbi Eliezer b'menachos, v'div Rabbi Yoshua b'menachos. I hold like Rabbi Eliezer b'menachos, and like Rabbi Yoshua b'menachos. How could you hold like both of them? And then he explains, div Rabbi Eliezer b'zvachim, I hold like Rabbi Eliezer by zvachim, by korbanos, shaya omer dam afapishayin basar. Now Rabbi Eliezer says that you could do zrik hasadam even if the basar is tameh. Div Rabbi Yoshua b'zvachim. And I also hold like Rabbi Yoshua by zvachim, shaya omer, im ein dam ein basar. Im ein basar ein dam. That if there is no blood, then you don't, uh, then you don't have any meat of the carbon. And if the meat of the carbon is tameh, then you don't do zrik hasadam. Well, which one is it? If the meat of the carbon is tummy, do you do zrika or not? Did Rabbi Eliezer by Menachos, Rabbi Yossi says that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer by Menachos, Shaya Omer, Komet Zafapisha, Ainsham Shirahim. Rabbi Eliezer says that you could throw the fistful of Menachos onto the Mizbeach, even if um, the Shirahim, the rest of the Mincha, is tummy. Did Rabbi Yoshua by Menachos, and I also hold like Rabbi Yoshua by Menachos, Shaya Omer, that he said, that if there's no shirayim, then you don't bring, you don't put the comets in this bag. And if there's no comets, then there's no shirayim. So, what's the deal? How can Rabbi Yossi hold, like both Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yoshua, they're opposites? So, Amr so Rabbi Lezer responds to Rabbi Yossi, that what Rabbi Yossi is saying is that it makes sense. What makes sense? That Kikoi Bizvachim Amar, so when Rabbi Yossi was learning with Zvachim by Korbanus, he said, that, well, just like Rabbi Eliezer, he's not actually saying that the Lach is like Rabbi Eliezer and that the Lach is like Rabbi Yoshua. What he's saying is that just like there's a machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua here in Zvachim by Korbanus, well, Koi, no, so they also argue by Menachis as well. Flower offerings. Koi be Menachis. And when um, Rabbi Yossi was learning Menachis. Omar, he said, He said that, well, just like Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shua argue by Menachis, they also argue by Zvachim, by Korbanis. Okay, that's what Abai wants to say. Omar, Rabbi Papa says to Abai, So Rabbi Papa says, look, Abai, I can understand why when he was learning Zvachim, Korbanis, he said, okay, just like there's machlokas between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua by Korbanis, there's also machlokas, but it's the same machlok, meaning that Rabbi Yezer says that even if the uh, meat is tummy, you could still do Zrika Saddam, Rabbi Yeshua says you cannot. So I understand why Rabbi Yossi would be saying that just like there's this machlokas between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua by Zvachim, there's also machlokas between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua by Menachis. Because after all, the main psukim that we learned this out from, as we saw yesterday 
from um, right um, so so that pasuk from which we learn it from that's by zvachim so i can understand how Rabbi Yossi can be saying that just like there's this machlokas between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shua in the context of Zvachim, they also have the machlokas in the context, in the context of Menachis. Right? They could cry, Kiksiva b'zvachim Kiksiva Ela, but, Kikai b'menachis. But to say, that Rabbi Yossi is saying that when he was in the context of Menachis, and he said, Mistavikechi depligi b'menachis pligi nami b'zvachim. That, well, just like Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shua argue in the context of Menachis, they must also argue by Zvachim. What in the world? The main psukim are written by Zvachim. This machlokas between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shua really is by Zvachim. The psukim are in the context of Zvachim. So I can understand how Rabbi Yossi could say, look, just like they argue by Zvachim, they also argue by Mincha. But it doesn't make sense to say that just like they argue by Menachos, maybe they also argue in the same way by Zvachim. Zvachim is the main source where we learn it from. So then how do we understand Rabbi Yossi? So Ella... Lokasha rather says Rav Pape, it's no problem. So Rav Pape wants to explain Rav Yossi as saying that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer's opinion that even if the Basar, there's a problem with the Basar, you could still do, still do Zrikas Adam Benitma. So Rav Yossi is saying is that he agrees with Rabbi Eliezer by Nitma. So if the Basar, if the meat is Tameh, so you could still do Zrikas Adam. But what happens if the meat gets burnt entirely or the meat gets lost? But if the meat gets lost or gets completely burnt, then um, Rabbi Yossi is saying that it will hold like Rabbi Yoshua that since the meat is completely gone, you would not do Zrika Saddam. But question, why would Rabbi Yossi say that by Nitma, that if the meat is Tameh, he would hold like Rabbi Eliezer that you could do Zrika Saddam. Mishum Dimratze Tzitz. Is it because the Tzitz is Miratze on the, the, on the meat? Hashem said that Rabbi Yossi Domeyna Tzitz Miratze Al Achilos. But we know that Rabbi Yossi says his opinion is that the Tzitz is not Miratze Al Achilos. So why would you hold like Rabbi Yezer that nonetheless you could do the Zrika Saddam? Okay. I mean, we had said earlier. His opinion is nonetheless that you'd still be able to do Zrika Saddam, but okay. Ella Lokasha, Surada says the Gemara, it's no problem. Ra'ani is Divir Biliazer Bitsibor. Okay, that uh, Rabbi Yossi is saying that he, he agrees with Rabbi Eliezer's opinion, Bitsibor. Ra'ani is Divir Yoshua Biyachit. That when we're in the congregation, we'll hold like Rabbi Eliezer and say that. Um, even if there is an issue with the meat, you could still do the um, Zrika Saddam. But if it's an, indivi- an individual, then he holds like Rabbi Yoshua to say that um, if there is an issue with the meat, then you would not do Zrika Saddam. But B'tzibur my time, Mishum Now why would you hold like Rabbi Eliezer when it comes to B'tzibur that you would do Zrika Saddam even if the, there's an issue with the, even if the meat is tummy, what, because of tumahutra b'tzibor, because he says that in, in a tzibor, there's no problems of tumah. Chad, the shaman said, the rabbi yosi, tumah, tumah, b'tzibor. 
Question number one is that we know that Rabbi Yossi holds that Tumas Davka Dechuya B'Tzibor, not Hotra B'Tzibor. Ve'odem Orso I B'Tzibor. And if we're talking about B'Tzibor, Rabbi Yezer Machshev V'lo Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yezer would say that um, you could do Zerik HaSadam. Rabbi Yoshua would say you're not. Ha'amr B'Tzibor Afilu Rabbi Yoshua Modah. At the very top of Ayn Chesam and Aleph, we said that Rabbi Yoshua would also agree that B'Tzibor you would do um, Zerika Saddam because Rabbi Yoshua holds Tumahotra B'Tzibur. Okay, so what's the deal? So why, why is Rabbi Yossi, what's he saying that he holds like Rabbi Yezer and like Rabbi Yoshua? What's the deal? So the Roa Ani Divir Rabbi Yezer Bidi Ever Divir Rabbi Yoshua Lechatchila. Okay, so that suggests that what Rabbi Yossi is saying is that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer Bidi Ever, that if you have a situation where there's an issue with the meat and you did the Zerika Saddam, Okay, fine. Beseder, it'll work like Rabbi Yezer, but lechatchila, you should hold like Rabbi Yeshua. And if there's a problem with the meat, do not do zrika sadam. Okay. Diyeved, I feel the Rabbi Yeshua nami modeu. But one second. But if we're talking about b'diyeved, so then even Rabbi Yeshua would admit. Meaning, if we're talking about b'diyeved and and we're talking about b'yachid, and we're saying b'diyeved, even Rabbi Yeshua would admit that if you did zrika sadam. It would work. Dikatani Modu Rabbi Yoshua, Shimzara Kurza. So that Rabbi Yoshua said, in the context of Tuma, of Mitat's Tame, that by a Yachid with Mitat's Tame, he says that you should not do Zrika Saddam. But if you did, Rabbi Yoshua would say that it works. So what are we saying? That Talach is Davka like Rabbi Yazir, but not like Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua would admit that, but the evidence works. So how v'saruf? So the Gemara says, well, it depends if we're talking about betumah or avud v'saruf. Kikatani modu Rabbi Yeshua shemzara kurtz of benitma. That when Rabbi Yeshua says that don't do the zrikas adam, but if you did do zrikas adam, it works. But the avid that's specifically by when the meat is tame. Avabavud v'saruf lo. But if the meat got you know lost or completely burnt, Rabbi Yeshua would not say that. It's kosher b'diavid. So kikamer Rabbi Yosi ro'anis tivir b'diazer b'diavid ba'avud v'sarf. And when Rabbi Yosi says that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer b'diavid, he's talking about where the meat got lost or got burnt, where Rabbi Yoshua would not say that the zrika sadam works b'diavid. But Rabbi Yosi is saying that he, uh, uh, even by avud v'sarf, he holds like Rabbi Eliezer that that b'diavid um, if. Um, the meat got lost or burnt and you did Zerika Saddam, it would work nonetheless. That is how to explain Rabbi Yossi when he says that Allah is like Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. He's saying that in the, if you have meat of a yachid that gets, um, lost or completely burnt, the chatrila he holds like Rabbi Yeshua that you should not do Zerika Saddam, but the Eved, if you did do Zerika Saddam, it would work like Rabbi Yezer. Okay. So when it comes to the Korban Pesach, if the meat becomes tame, and the, but the chelev, the part that goes on the mizbeach, is still tahor, so you do not do zrika sadam by the Korban Pesach, because as we know, the main thing by Korban Pesach is eating the Korban Pesach, and if the uh, meat of the Korban Pesach becomes tame. So then forget about it. You know, if you're not going to be able to eat it, so then don't do Zerika Saddam. 
Nitma chelev abbas ukaim zorikas adam. But if the chelev becomes tamid, but the meat is still tahor, so then do zorikas adam. Because you could still eat it. Uv muktash me'enukim. But this is not the case when it comes to other korbanos. Elafapish nitma abbas ukaim kaim zorikas adam. When it comes to other korbanos, even in, even in the case when the meat is tameh, but the uh, fats are intact that you can put on the mizbeach, then the, you would still do zrikas adam. Says the Gemara, Amr of Gidol, Amr Rav, says of Gidol in the name of Rav, Imzarak Hurza, that nonetheless, so if you did the zrikas adam, so if you have um, the meat that is tameh, and therefore you can't eat it, and the Mishnah is suggesting that you do not do zrikas adam. So, if you, what if you did do Zrika Saddam? Says Rav Gidol in the name of Rab that, 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 that it would work. Rabba Inan Achila. The Gemara says, but what about the fact that you need to be able to eat the Korban Pesach and you can't eat this Korban Pesach? So Achila lo me'akva. So the Gemara says, well, eating is not me'akev. You don't need to eat the Korban Pesach. What about the fact that the Mishnah says each person Based on what he can eat. So apparently eating the Korban Pesach does seem to be important. The mitzvah. The Gemara says, no, that, that's just suggested. Su- suggested. It's ideal. You really should eat it. But you don't have to eat it. Well, the Akev lo, what, eating is not ma'akev? What, if you don't eat the Korban Pesach, it's still okay? V'yotanev, we learn in the Baisa, b'michsas. The Pasuk says in the, con- in the context of Korban Pesach, b'michsas. M'lamit she'ena Pesach nishchat From which we learn out, that the Korban Pesach specifically needs a group that is already, uh, you know, subscribed, signed up for the Korban Pesach. Yachol shachato shalolim nuyav yekover mitzvah v'chasher. This is a Gemara we've seen before. Is it possible that if you slaughter the Korban Pesach for people who are not signed up for that particular Pesach, it will... Okay, so you missed out on the mitzvah saseh, but it would still be kosher. Tamlomer ishlif yochlo tachosu. Therefore it says... Um, each uh, person based on how much you can eat, tachosu. It says, right, b'michsas tachosu. It says tachosu twice. A reference to the group that needs to sign up for the Korban Pesach. Hakosu shona all of the akiv. That the Pasuk is doubling up on this tachosu thing to say that, no, it's important that uh, you have a group. Meaning the akiv. Meaning, and if you don't have a group, so then the Korban Pesach is going to be no good. And we compare, right, it says, ishtafi ochlo tachosu. We compare the achila to the group. And therefore, just like the group, it's ma'akev, you have to have a group, so also the eating is ma'akev. So, how could Rav say that even in a situation where the meat is tameh, b'di'evit, if you did a zrika sadam, it would work. How could it work? You can't eat the korban pesach if it's tameh. And apparently, eating the korban pesach is important. It's ma'akev. So, Ella, Rav da'amr kreb nosen da'amr achilas psachim lo ma'akva. Rather, Rab holds like Reb Nassin, who says that eating the Korban Pesach is not ma'akiv. He argues in the Chachamim, and he says that, Reb Nassin says that um, eating the Korban Pesach is not ma'akiv. Hey, Reb Nassin, where does Reb Nassin say that eating the Korban Pesach is not ma'akiv? Ilemo har Reb Nassin. If we're going to say it's the following Reb Nassin, the Tanya, so we learn in a Bryce, Reb Nassin, Omer says Reb Nassin. How do I know that all of Am Yisrael can, can use one Korban Pesach? Mamish, all of Am Yisrael, the 12 million people who came into the Azar that year, theoretically, all they needed was one Korban Pesach for all of them. Now, obviously, one little Korban Pesach is not going to suffice for 12 million people. Probably won't even suffice for, I don't know, maybe 10 or 20 people. I don't know. 
Right, the pasuk says that they will uh, all, all of Amisol will slaughter the carbon pesach in the afternoon. What everybody is going to shech the carbon pesach? There's only one person who shechs the carbon pesach, or at least each carbon pesach. What the pasuk is teaching us is that all of Amisol could theoretically be yotze with one carbon pesach. You could bring one carbon pesach for everybody. And this was Reb Nassim's opinion, right? Reb Nassim Omer, So, so we see that everybody, according to Reb Nassim, everybody could, all of Amisol could be Yotze with one Korban Pesach. Now, obviously, if it's only one Korban Pesach, not everybody's going to be able to eat. So therefore, we want to say that that's how we learn that according to Reb Nassim, um, it's not an obligation to eat the Korban Pesach. To which the Gemara suggests, maybe that's not, maybe you can't prove from there that Reb Nossin's opinion is that not everybody needs to eat the Korban Pesach. That eating the Korban Pesach is not Ma'akeb. Because maybe I can make the argument over there that the reason why Reb Nossin says that that's okay is because even though, yes, obviously if you bring one Korban Pesach for all of Amisol, not everybody's going to be able to partake. However, each person on an individual level could theoretically be one of the people who will be able to partake. How many people could theoretically eat this Korban Pesach? Maybe 20 people can get a Kazayas? I don't really know. But let's say 20 people. All of Amrishel, every single person could theoretically be one of those 20 people. And therefore, maybe, uh, maybe because since, right, he says, Imam Shekhehani, Chazilahani, Imam Shekhehani, Chazilahani, right, if these people decide that they're going to back away from the Korban Pesach, well then, the people next to them could take some. And if they back away, then the people next to them could take it, right? So therefore, theoretically, since any individual could be part of the ones who can eat it, so therefore, it's not necessarily a proof that he says that you mamish don't have to eat it at all. Or even be able to eat it, such as in our case, where the Korim Pesach is mamish tameh, and nobody's going to be able to eat it. So, Ela Horeb Nasin, rather it's from the following Reb Nasin, the Tanya is, we learn in a Bryson, in Nu'alav Chabura Achas, what if you have one group that signed up for Korban Pesach, they basically double booked, right? There was a Korban Pesach and one group signed up for it and there was enough people in the group so that, that there would be no leftovers. And then another group signed up for the Korban Pesach as well. So we say, well, the first group that signed up for the Korban Pesach so everyone will eat from the Korban Pesach and they're Yotze for the Korban Pesach. They don't have to bring a Pesach Sheni. Achronim, but the second group who signed up after the Korban Pesach was already completely accounted for by the first group. So she'ed lehem kezayis, that they don't have a kezayis of Korban Pesach to eat. Ein ochlin, so they obviously won't be able to eat the Korban Pesach. V'chayov v'nasos Pesach Sheni, and they're going to have to do Pesach Sheni. Reb Nosen, Omer says Reb Nosen, Eilu v'eilu p'tur milasos Pesach Sheni. Both groups do not have to do Pesach Sheni, they're Yotze with the Pesach Rishon, because the Zrika Saddam already happened, and because the Zrika Saddam already happened, it works, and um, even though, yes, not everybody's going to be able to eat the Korban Pesach, it's fine. So we see, the Reb seems to be saying, even though not everybody's going to be able to eat the Korban Pesach, um, they're Yotze, they don't have to bring a Pesach Sheni. But the Gemara says, Akati domashani awesome, timam shchehani, chazilahani, but can't you make the same argument over there that maybe the only reason why Reb Nassim is saying that it works is because any individual could theoretically be one of the people who can eat from the carbon Pesach. You know, if one person says, you know, backs away, so then 
the person next to him can get in. So it's not predetermined that any individual is going to be unable to eat the Pesach as opposed to, which is different than our Mishnah, where it's Mamish Tameh, nobody's going to be able to eat it. So the Gemara answers, no. That's not the concern, because Because Reb Nassim gives his reason why he says that all of them are Yotze and none of them have to do the Pesach Sheni. He says, because the Zerika Saddam already happened. If so, that the reason why none of them have to bring the Pesach Sheni is because theoretically each one on an individual level could be part of the group that eats the Korban Pesach. Well, if that was the case, then it should say, Then the, the Brisa should say that the reason why nobody has to bring a Pesach Sheni is because each person theoretically could be one of the ones who can eat from the Korban Pesach. But my Shikfan Izzak why does Ibn Asin Dafka say that they don't have to bring a Korban Pesach uh, they don't have to bring a Pesach Sheni because the Zerika Saddam already happened. So clearly, Reb Nelson's opinion is that what's important is that the Zerika Saddam happened. As long as the Zerika Saddam happened, the whole group is, is, is Yotze, even if they're not going to be able to eat the Korban Pesach, all of them, because there's just not enough. Uh, but, um, you know, as long as the Zerika Saddam happened, that's fine, even though, even though they're not going to be able to all eat the Korban Pesach. So we see that Reb Nelson's opinion is that not everybody needs to be able to eat the Korban Pesach and therefore even in our case in the Mishnah where the Korban Pesach is Tameh, if you did Zerika Saddam, it works. My How come Rav is deciding to say that the author of our Mishnah is, is Reb Nelson? That when the Mishnah says that if the meat of the Korban Pesach is Tameh, don't do Zerika Saddam, but if you did do Zerika Saddam, you're Yotze, and he's saying that the author of the Mishnah is, Reb, is Rebnasen. Wouldn't it be easier for Rav to just say that the Mishnah is the Rabbi's opinion, and when they say that a Korban Pesach that's Tameh, do not do Zerika Saddam, it's according to the Chacham, and they're saying, don't do Zerika Saddam bichlal. And if you do do Zerika Saddam, it does not work. So Rav Masnisa, Masnisa Kshise. So, so the Gemara says, well, because Rav had a, had, had a problem with our Mishnah, with the wording of the Mishnah. Why does the Mishnah say, do not do Zerika Saddam? Listen, a puzzle. Say it's puzzle, right? Why does the Mishnah say that if you have a, 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 a Korban Pesach, that the meat became Tameh, don't do Zerika Saddam. Say, if you have a Korban Pesach that the meat became Tameh, it's, it's, it's possible. Why does, this, why does it sound like it's suggesting that you don't do the Zerika Saddam? So rather, what it must mean, uh, what Rav wants to argue is that, what the Mishnah is saying is that if the meat of the Korban Pesach becomes Tameh, we're recommending that you don't do Zerika Saddam. But the Yavid, if you did do Zerika Saddam, it would, um, it would it would work, and that's why he says that the Mishnah is like Reb Nosin, who says that eating is not ma'akev. Reb Nosin ish lefi ochlo lomeli. Now, according to Reb Nosin, who's saying that eating is not ma'akev, and even if you can't eat the korban pesach, um, it's okay. You could still be yotze. Well, then, what does he do with ish lefi ochlo, where it says that you know you have to be able to eat the korban pesach? 
So the Be'in and Gavr, the Chazil Achila. So Rabbi Nosson explains that you need a person who is able to eat. For example, a Zakin or a Chola who are unable to Bechlal eat the Korban Pesach. Well then, yeah, then, 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 then they won't be, you know, you can't, uh, you know, they, that, that would be considered Shalola Ochlav. But if you have a person who's able to, if the person is able to eat the Korban Pesach, then uh, that's fine, even if the Pesach, let's say, Tameh, and, and practically he will be unable to eat it, but as long as he's a person who can eat it, he would be considered Ochlab. Who is the author of the following? What happens if you slaughter the Korban Pesach for those who are able to eat the Korban Pesach, but you did the Zrikas Adam for those who are unable to eat the Korban Pesach? So the Korban Pesach is kosher and a person can be Yotze is Chova. Kaman, who is it like? Name So let's say that this is Reb right? Because we're saying that even though you do the Zrika Sadam, Shalola Ochlav, we're still saying that the Korban Pesach is kosher. So let's say that it's Reb Nosson. I feel the Tame So the Gemara answers, no, you can even say that it's the rabbis because um they say that a machshavas ochlim bezrika that when it comes to zrika sadam you don't necessarily have to have intention for people who are able to eat it when it comes to zrika sadam so you can even say it's the rabbis fine matana la dutana rabban who's author of the following brisa harishaya khola bisha shrita wa khalam bisha zrika what if you have a fellow who was sick at the time of the shrita of the of the slaughtering of the korban pesach but by the time the sprinkling the the throwing of the blood on the mizbeach came around um he was already healthy what if it was the opposite? He was healthy when it came to the slaughtering of the carbon Pesach, but by the time the Zrika Saddam came around, he was no longer feeling well. We do not, um, you know, slaughter or do the Zrika Saddam. We need him to be healthy for the Shrita. We need him to be healthy for the Zrika if he's unhealthy for any stage of that. So then we would not do, um, the carbon, we would not slaughter or do Zrika Saddam. Kiman, who's that like? Neymar Abonani, Velo Ribnosin. Let's say that it's like the rabbis and not like Ribnosin, right? Because we're saying that we Yudavka need to be able to eat it, right? We said that somebody who's sick is Shalola Ochla. And we're saying in, oh, in this Brisa that you have to mamish be healthy for the Shrita, for the Zrika. So clearly it's important that you be healthy, i.e., and that you be able to eat the Korm Pesach. So it sounds like it's like the Rabbanan, not like Ribnosin. So you can even say it's Reb Nassim because we need a person who's fit to eat the Korban Pesach. Even if he doesn't end up eating it, but he has to be, he has to be fit to eat the Korban Pesach and somebody who's sick is, is not fit to eat the Korban Pesach. Who is the author of the following? What happens if you slaughter a Korban Pesach and everybody's tower and then before the Zrika Saddam the owners of the Korban Pesach became Tome. So what you do is you do the Zrika Saddam B'Taira, but you make sure that the Dam remains Tower, and you do the Zrika Saddam, um, but do not eat the meat. So basically we're saying that you won't be able to eat the, the, the meat of the Korban Pesach because the, 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 um, the owners became Tome. 
However, you could still be Yotze, do the Zrikas Adam Betara, and you could still be, you know, the, 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 the Kohen who's Tahor, and he's going to throw it on the Mizbeach, that's fine, and it'll still be Yotze, his Chiv Korm Pesach. He just, you know, just don't eat the Korm Pesach, because you're Tamina. Kiman. So, Amr Belazer, the Machlokas Shnuya, Rebnasani. So, Belazer says, well, it's, it's Rebnasan. Rebnasan says, you don't have to eat the Korm Pesach, you could still be Yotze. So, we're saying, even though now you became Tame, so, so, okay, so you won't eat the Korm Pesach, but at the time of Shechita, he was Tawar, let a Kohen do the Zrika on the Mizbeach, you won't eat it that night, and you'll still be Yotze, according to Reb Nosson. So, Reb Lazar says that the Bryce is Reb Nosson. Reb Yochanan, Reb Yochanan says, Afilu you can even say that the rabbis are the author of this um, Brysa. Okay, but don't they say that you have to be able to eat the Korban Pesach? They have to eat the Korban Pesach? So, and here he's going to be telling me he's not going to eat it. So, here what we're talking about is Bitsibor. So, it's talking about where the congregation slaughtered their Korban Pesach, and then the congregation became Tame before the Zrika Saddam. You hear that? So, between the slaughtering and the Zrika Saddam, the entire congregation became Tame. Dafilu Betumanami Abde. That they're even able to bring the korban, the the the, the korban pesach betuma. Well, if it's betzibur, then then how come we're saying that you would not eat the um, korban pesach that night? If it's betzibur, you're allowed to eat the korban pesach betuma. So gezera. Well, that, that's just gezera uh, derabanan. Because we're concerned that what happens if the next year the Right, Am Yisrael, i.e. the Tzibor becomes Tameh, but this time it's not before Zrika Saddam, it's after Zrika Saddam. V'yomer, they're going to say, well, Ishtaked lo nitmenu ve'achanu? And they're going to say, well, hmm, didn't something similar happen last year where, where everybody became Tameh? And nonetheless, we ate the Korban Pesach that night? Hashtanami Necho. So therefore, okay, well, this year also, where everyone's Tameh, so let's eat the Korban Pesach at night. V'lo yade, but they're not going to know the Ishtaked ki izdirek dam they're not going to realize that they're different. Meaning the first year, everybody was Tahor when they did the Shrita. But then before the Zrika, the entire congregation became Tameh. So already by the time of Zrika Saddam, the entire congregation was already Tameh. And that's why they were able to eat the Korban Pesach Betumah. But in the second, the next year, what happened was the entire congregation was Tahor. They did the Shrita. They did the Zrika. And only after that, they became Tommy, but the Korban was already offered, and in that case, they would be unable to eat the Korban Pesach that night. And therefore, if in the first case, we allow them to eat the Korban Pesach, they might think that in the next, you know, if the same thing happens the next year, but that time, they all become Tommy after the Zerika, they might think that you could still eat the Korban Pesach, because after all, you ate the Korban Pesach last year when everybody was too much going to create a mess in this very specific case, which Mistama never happened, and maybe it's one of those examples of something that never will happen, but Josh Vakabal Sachar, but theoretically, you could argue that um, that's even the rabbis. Okay, fine. That was Masech, that was Daf Ein Ches of Masechta Sachem. Another kind of difficult Daf, uh, complex, detailed Daf. Um, we spent really the first half of the page understanding the opinion of Rabbi and trying to figure out um, two things. Number one, could Rabbi be um, uh, the author of our Mishnah, 
we tried all sorts of things. In the end, we say, no, he cannot because he's going to say, and he says that the tzitz is not meratzah on achila. And if it's not meratzah on achila, well then, why does, why would, how could he possibly say that you offer the shteilech and betumah? But the tzitz is not meratzah for achila, for the achilos, and therefore the shteilechem, why even bother bringing it? It's tame. So, from the fact that the Mishnah says that we do offer the shteilechem betumah, so clearly Rabiosi is not the author. We then discuss the Brisa where Rabbi Yossi says that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer and like Rabbi Yoshua, to which your Papa says, Rabbi Yosser, he seems to be providing a document that supports both parties. And in the end, we said that, well, what it means is that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer by a Korban Yachid that got lost or got burnt. So, L'Chathile holds like Rabbi Yoshua that you shouldn't do Zvika Saddam. But B'diavid, if you did Zvika Saddam, you would say it's okay like Rabbi Yezer. We then got to a, a, a new Mishnah, which says that if the meat of the Korban Pesach becomes Tameh, even if the fats are Tahor, you do not do Zvika Saddam, because the main thing of the Korban Pesach is eating it. Rav Gidl says the name of Rav. However, if you did do Zvika Saddam, it works. B'diavid, like Rib Nosin. Um, very cool. That was Daf. Ayin Ches, I hope you enjoyed. Get some, get a good night's sleep again tonight. See you tomorrow. Peace.